Blog Talk Radio. <clears throat> And hello, this is Mary Huckel, and this is the Community Garden Revolution Radio Show. And I'm so very glad that you're here today because we have a great guest. Now, you know that we talk about different kinds of food systems and how they all feed into each other and how we can all be of help to each other. And this is a neat program that I think you're going to learn a lot and you're going to be able to use in your town and city also. And this gentleman is going to tell you how that can happen. So we're going to be talking to Evan Lutz, and he is the CEO and founder of the group Hungry Harvest, and we've got him on here right now. And Evan, how are you doing today, sir? Great. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, it's my honor and pleasure, sir. And we're going to go ahead and find out uh, from Evan how he got started, what was the vision or the thought on this, why he started Hungry Harvest, and what is Hungry Harvest? Go ahead, sir. Sure. So my whole life, I've wanted to become a social entrepreneur. So I didn't just want to start a business that made money, but also one that gave back to the community. So my senior year of college at the University of Maryland, I was working for an organization called Food Recovery Network, and we mm-hmm. were approached by a supplier of surplus fruits and vegetables, which we didn't know what those were at the time. So we set up this farm stand outside of our student union, selling five pounds of fruits and vegetables uh, that would have otherwise gone to waste, for just five bucks, and the first week we oh. had 10 students show up, um, the next week we had 20 show up, students show up, and by the end of the 10 weeks, we had 400 to 500 people showing up every single week, so we said, holy wow. cow, this is awesome, um, and that's when, in May 2014, we turned that into the Hungry Harvest, and, uh, and what we do today is we're a produce delivery service, and our mission is to reduce food waste and feed hungry families, so six billion pounds it- of produce, good. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, did ahead. you find enough produce then to be able to sell to those extra additional students, those four and 500 extra uh, people? Absolutely. There is so much produce that goes to waste every single year, uh, 6 billion pounds in fact, right? And that produce is going to waste for a variety of reasons. Mainly uh, apples are too small or eggplants are too big or, or the, a cucumber is the wrong shade of green. So those are, not, those are not reasons why we wouldn't consume produce, but that is a re- those are reasons why – uh, grocery stores wouldn't display them, and wholesalers and farms and packing houses would actually throw that produce away. Mm-hmm. Isn't it sad? So what, and, and, and all what those we people do that are hungry. We, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm. And, and what we do is we work with local farms and wholesalers to recover that surplus produce, box it up into really nice variety boxes, and then deliver it to our subscribers once a week year-round for discounted prices. And for every box Great. we deliver to a customer... Um, we also donate a healthy meal to someone in need. Oh, that's wonderful. And is that uh, when you set this up, if I got this right, you help set this up in different towns or cities like chapters, would that be right? So they would do the same process as far as whenever someone subscribes to this, then you also give out a meal to someone else? Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much how we do it. So. We deliver right now from Northern Virginia all the way up to Philadelphia, and we're expanding city mm-hmm. by city across the United States. Uh, so our next target is, is New York City and Pittsburgh and Richmond, hopefully by the mm-hmm. end of this year. Um, so we want to, you know, there's so many hungry families across the United States, and uh, it's really a shame that produce is so expensive or, or not accessible in a lot of parts of the country. And we want to make sure that every, yes. every person has access to the healthy food they need. 
Now, I interviewed the folks uh, from um, New York uh, last week, the 596 acres there in Brooklyn, New York, and they have 596, you know, uh, community gardens. And, and uh, that area really thrives. New York City, what, what, what borough you choose or if you choose all of them, uh, they are really into community gardens. So that would be a great area to be able to service because there's so many people that are still with – they only have X amount of acres because uh, there's so much building there in New York. So they are looking for extra ways to find access to fresh food. Right. So you exactly. should do really well there. Yeah. So I, how I, is it that so. – you, do you go to the farms and then find the food and then have volunteers come in to help you uh, go to the, the different fields and pick up the uh, 40% excess food that's just sitting there in the field waiting for somebody to do something? Or how is the process? Like if I was wanting to start a chapter and contact you, then what what is it that would be required of me to make this, this work? Sure. So – we, do, we work with local farms and wholesalers um, to recover their, their their surplus produce. It's not necessarily stuff that's left on the ground. It's more stuff that they've already picked and, like, sorted it out. So, like, the apples mm-hmm. that don't meet the size requirements, for example, right? So all our stuff is, like, perfectly fresh to eat. It's perfectly fine. Um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, except it might be too big, too small, the wrong shade of, of color, or have, like, a funny nose coming out of it. Like, we have we have potatoes all the time that – have funny uh, like little fingers coming out of them, and our customers love them. Um, and then we, we bring it to our warehouse, which is located in Jessup, Maryland, and that's where we sort it into boxes, and then we have independent contractor drivers go and actually make those deliveries to people's houses. Great. And then if someone wants to start a chapter, then uh, do they go ahead to the website and put that on the form uh, to have them uh, for you to contact them, or what happens there then, Evan? Exactly. If they want to expand Hungry Harvest to their city, which we're always more than more than happy to see the people that are really passionate about the same things that we are, um, just shoot an email to family at hungryharvest.net or fill out the form on our website, and we'll be in contact shortly. All right. On there, do you see, uh, and I'm just asking because in last year, particularly the last two years, uh, there's been a change in the thought processes uh, that people are wanting to eat more local, fresh food items, that kind of thing. When you go to a town and say, here's what I can do for you, Mr. Farmer, do they are they more receptive now, or is it something where, <clears throat> where you're having to take the time to educate them what to do or, or you know, what we're missing here in the United States? Because I firmly believe the more systems like this and community gardens and urban farms and so on, we can take care of a lot of the, uh, the hungry that's in America. We really could. We're not going to be able to take care of the ones that don't want to participate or want to, you know, be a part of this, but we can take care of a lot of food situations and hunger here. So right. are the farmers a little exactly. bit more receptive now that they've heard a little bit more about this kind of stuff? Yeah, exactly. And, and the average the average farmer, I think, is, is male and over 50 years old, so they're not very used to a lot of change and a lot of, like, innovative systems. So a lot of times we go out and meet the farmers personally, um, shake their hand and say, here's what we're doing. There's a lot of food waste. Um, there's there's a lot of hungry families. We're here to pay you for your surplus, and we can get some of that to hungry people that need it, as well as to our customers. So a lot of farmers are really receptive to the idea of, of hungry harvest. Now, what about the persons, and I'm just throwing this out. Uh, there are some uh, cities and towns that have programs for the veterans, or they have, like in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, has a large urban farm, uh, urban farm set up uh, in, in their downtown. 
And if any of these people want to sell to a group like you, or if you're finally in their town, uh, then would they be able to also sell to you then? Uh, some of their products may not have all the imperfections on it, you know, the extra noses or whatever. Can they still be able to maybe access to your program and be able to sell to you because it's pocket change to them? And it may help them get from here to there on their paychecks. Right, exactly. No, that, that sounds great. And we work with growers from all all over the United States, and we love to support programs that, especially that, that help out veterans veterans that have served their country. So that, that sounds terrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, Farmers to Veterans uh, is a program there in Colorado, and he's he's starting different chapters across the United States, and this gives them an opportunity instead of working for minimum wage to actually have a career in farming. And uh, it's really uh, good for them because they can eat, uh, you know, local foods and their fresh items that they're growing. But it also gives them a chance to make an income. And I'm for all that. <laughs> and then right. we also run into situations where there's single moms and dads or they're seniors that um, this gives them a chance to grow something. And I tell them they can always go to a farmer's market and sell their things or a grocery store or find a distributor. Now, see, New York has excuse me, distributors that, that people can sell them to. In my town, they wouldn't have that. They'd have to go directly to the uh, grocery store or farmer's market. But if they have something like you all in there, too, uh, then mm-hmm. they have the opportunity to be able to make money. And it's pocket change, but, it, hey, if it's X amount of dollars to get it from here to there, it still gives them uh, something to be able to live right. or uh, at least help out their income. So, right. Um, all right, so what is it that you're doing to be able to expand? I will admit that the reason why I called you is, number one, I already knew about this kind of situation. <laughs> and number mm-hmm. two, I, I saw you on Shark Tank that I've seen that show for years. And um, what intrigued me was that you wanted to expand your program, not just keep it state, you know, in your state or, or in your area. You wanted to do more. <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse me, I've been talking all day. Uh, you want to do more across the United States. How is it that you're going to be able to expand uh, for what you did on Shark Tank? What, how, what's the difference going to be on that, please? Yeah, so we're we're entrepreneurs, and naturally we want to uh, we want to conquer the world, right? So we only live once, <laughs> and so we want yeah you know, we we want to make as much impact as possible while we're here. Um, really, it's just it just it's just a matter of finding the right people, right? Finding the right people mm-hmm. who want to who are passionate enough, who are dedicated, and who are talented, who want to help us expand. And we can go to any country, excuse me, any city around the United States, as long as there is a critical mass of customers that can be reached in that city. Um, so we can't mm-hmm. really go to a lot of different rural, rural areas as much as I I would like to, um, because logistics of delivery are, are pretty complicated. But we can go to mm-hmm. any major city across the United States as long as we have the people who are willing to. Uh, to, to put in the hard work and, and dedicated and passionate for uh, for the cause of reducing food waste and feeding our families. Do people partner with you then? Let's say if you uh, came to a town in, in Kentucky, and so they say, well, you know, that sounds pretty good for us because, see, they're agriculture, you know, Indiana, Kentucky, Iowa, Missouri, um, evidently Wisconsin is too considered agriculture. Uh, those are real in Ohio, and we're like the agricultural arm. And of course, Arkansas now is taking over what the drought situations were in California, believe it or not. And right. uh, so, it, yeah, isn't that something? And uh, they've really expanded in agriculture now. So, anyway, um, so if they want to start something like this up, then do they go through training with you, or you come to them and do some training, or what? 
what can we do to try to get more people to, you know, do this? I, I just, I just firmly believe uh, that if we connect, you know, whether it's a food system like this, urban farming, community gardens, of course, that's my push on that part. But it's all connected because we can feed more people, and we've got the tools and resources. We just got to get it to them. So, what is it that needs to be done? If someone contacts you, and then what happens from there? Do you, um, you know, find out what size town they have or what area they could reach? Or what happens there to make this work? Right. So the first thing we do is is do market research in any town that we're going to. Right. So we okay. find out if there's if there's a good customer base there. If there's a lot of farms in that area that we can source supply. Um, and then we once we find out that there's there's a big market potential there, that's when we go out and recruit people that can actually go out and get those customers, can organize a supply base, we need to find a warehouse. So there's a number of steps that go into this process where um, we need to get our products onto you know onto the customer's uh, doorsteps um, in a matter of probably five to six months once we pick a town. Uh, that, oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. And then do you deal with hydroponics, aquaponic products too, or is it just basically the farmer that has the big big field? It's uh, it's all different. All, I mean, our principle, are, we have two main principles, right? One is in the United States, we don't believe anybody should go hungry. And two, we don't believe any food should go to waste. And that doesn't matter how it's grown, where it's grown, uh, with what packaging came in. So we love you know, sustainable farming sources, um, organic mm-hmm. and aquaponics and hydroponics. I think that's terrific. But we will make sure that, that no uh, no food is going to waste, um, no matter what farm that we're using. Wow, that's wonderful. And what, um, how they reach you then, uh, is that going to be on the website? And can you give us the address for the website, please? Exactly. Yeah, they can go to uh, you can go to hungryharvest.net. It's H-U-N-G-R-Y-H-A-R-V-E-S-T.net. All right, and folks, that's hungryharvest.net. Uh, that you'll see on the website. There's a form there under for contact. And if you hit that and go there, you'll see uh, a form. You'll also see to the left uh, the uh, family at, I think it's hungerharvest.net again, and there's something else I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, if you'll see the information there on his website, they'll get back to you as soon as they can, and then you'll be able to see if that's something that you can put in your city or town. And uh, I think it's great that you're reaching out to more places. It's it's so needed. It is so needed and uh, we hear so many bad stories, particularly last year, uh, Evan, we heard so many countries that came up and said, look, we may have a problem with our, our fruits and vegetables that we send to you, <laughs> right. which is never a good sign. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> when, China st- yeah, when China is one of the countries that stood that we might have a problem, you're going, well, they wouldn't have told you that unless it was a problem way back, you know, a month, uh, six months, a year back. So uh, there's a lot of hazardous right. waste materials hitting these things, a lot of chemicals, and uh, they're having problems feeding their own people. So uh, reach these folks. You're going to find a way that you can open up your town and city by using the waste that's in the fields and also for the imperfections that who cares, a potato is a potato to me. So uh, put it in your pan and, and enjoy it. But I appreciate your time today for Hungry Harvest, and this has been Evan Lutz. He is the uh, CEO and founder of this program. And, sir, I wish you the greatest of luck. It's always great to talk to people like you because, bottom line, you're going to help the, the people of the 
peoples of the nation. I mean, it's people of the world too, but uh, it's people of the nation. And as you and I very well know, we're very well aware how much the need is uh, to feed people. That is scary sometimes, but we just have the passion. And you had the passion. That Barbara Cochran didn't understand. You had the passion, guy. <laughs> right. You have the right. passion, and we have to have the passion to make it work. So. Because it's so much needed. Well, good luck to you, Guy. I appreciate your time today. It's been my honor and pleasure. And uh, you are listening to Community Garden Revolution. I'm Mary Huckel. Have a great Community Garden Day. Thank you. Thank you so much, Guy. And then what I do is I Thank package you. this up and I put it in my larger program that I'll do this uh, this week. It'll be tomorrow. And then I uh, go ahead and tweet it. Like I'll get it right here to tweet it out to the different uh, national news media. And we put it on Facebook with some of them, too. And hopefully somebody will reach out to you. I'm hoping. And we'll put okay. it in our magazine yeah. also to at least people so they can read it and be able to see the information. And uh, I'm I'm so happy that you call it, and good luck to you because, it's, as you and I know, it's needed. And Indianapolis IU Health will tell you that it is needed. They've uh, grown a lot in their program that they do, and um, good luck to you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Well, thank you, sir. It's been my honor and pleasure. Good luck, and I'm hoping to hear more great things about you. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Me too. too. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Evan. Bye-bye, sir. You too.